Welcome to The Pulse on Akaville Radio, hosted by Rachel Schoenbaum. On this episode of The Pulse, I am so thrilled and delighted to be sitting down with the members of Soundwave. Uh, they were in their, they won first place at their quarterfinals in ICCAs, and because of the coronavirus, which has been canceled, um, we really want an opportunity to sit down with the group and talk about their their set and um, the the awards that they won, since they won awards for outstanding soloist and choreography and vocal percussion. Uh, so I wanted to say just first off, welcome and congratulations to Soundwave. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> so I wanted to start off, I think, with just sort of talking about your the message you were hoping to convey with the set that you ended up competing with. Um, so, um, I think the people who can best answer this is, uh, me, Thad and Daniel, but, um, at the very, very beginning of our ICCA season, when, when we, uh, decided to come up with this set, I remember the first thing we did was we, we didn't have anything in mind. I mean, we, we first had a democratic vote on what theme we wanted and what songs that we wanted. And we ended up narrowing it down to six and we had kind of had our fingers crossed because we were wondering if six was too much seeing that most groups kind of decide with three or four at the most. But we took all of those songs because we, we, we chose to have six because we didn't want to drop like one or two because they were, they were all really good. We did end up only doing five because we only had 12 minutes, but we kind of built, we, we, we put the songs in an order and then built our set and our message and the real theme be, we, we built it around that song order. And initially the theme was, uh, what was it? I think it was uh, love and drugs or something, something very kind of intense. And then I suppose the way the story came out and the way the music came out, it ended up being a story about um, a, a romantic falling out or a breakup and one's one's um, interpretive journey on the way to forgiving their significant other and themselves and really discovering yourself through that relationship. Um, Thad and Daniel, did you guys have anything else to say on that? Uh, yeah. So like Mario said, we started out with kind of a lot of choices, but we really wanted to do music that the group would enjoy doing. So I think from there, we kind of set a general theme and they suggested things, but like during the arranging writing music process, I guess certain things, like for example, our last song, No Peace, was supposed to be much shorter. But I think during writing that arrangement, I was like, this is a very good song. We could have like the two main characters come together. So sort of, we started out with this idea, but it kind of fluctuated from there. Um, and the the song choices became different. I think Hayes, Hayes became like a tiny bit longer. So. Yeah, we started with like what we wanted and then kind of fluctuated from there to fit what would be best for the group, the sound and the story of having our two characters. So Mario was like our main, um, I don't know if it's a protagonist, an antagonist. He's just a main character. He's a male main character. And then we had Liv, who was like that girl character. Um, yeah. And then we just created those five songs and then arranged them to just highlight their story um, throughout the entire set. 
I wonder, um, you know, so what I, one of the things that I really loved that you guys did was you, you came, you had your two main characters come out on stage alone, right? And the group was off in the wings and, uh, you know, they were having a, a discussion, basically him asking for answers. It sounded like she was, she was the one breaking up with him and he was not understanding why. And, and then you shift into, I warned myself and the whole group sort of comes in, in this sort of, um, this, I mean, wave seems like uh, hyperbole with your name, but, it, but everybody sort of comes in, in in black and white, really stark images. And I, I wonder, you know, where did the idea for that come from? When Thad was talking about how we chose the songs based on what the group wanted, the choreo then was based on what we felt the audience would want or what could best tell the story. So we went for a more theatrical point on the beginning, which was just have the two main characters, let it be known who they are and what's going on for a second, and then just fill the stage with what we could do. At the beginning, it's supposed to be more full and chaotic and something that you can't control, that you're trying to. That's where the whole idea of that came from. Yeah. And then, you know, at the end of I Warn Myself, you, you sort of finish in this, like, really lovely circle. And and the main male character, Mario in this case, I guess, um, uh, is is lifted up and sort of brought back to the back of the stage. And you transition into All For Us. And I wonder if you can talk a little bit about how that uh, how you decided to make that sort of um, uh, a stylistic artistic choice and then into that song. I think... A lot of our ideas. So, sometimes we were we were kind of scratching the bottom of the barrel for choreography ideas, and what we'd end up doing is we would we would look up video acapella videos on YouTube, and we would we would gain inspiration from that. Um, I suppose we just like commandeer some ideas, and um, one of the ideas we saw. I remember. I remember. Kind of, I, I remember pretty clearly Thad and Daniel coming up to me like, "Oh, we saw something in a video. We saw a guy get carried on stage. We should do that." And Thad kept bugging me about it. He was like, "Are we going to practice this 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 carry thing?" And um, Thad, Thad reminds me of a lot of things, like um, just certain things, like different ideas, that different things we can do for the group. So he said, "Are we going to try the carry?" And I said, "Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to." meet up for 15 minutes. I texted some people. We're going to meet up 15 minutes before rehearsal. We're going to try this carry. And we ended up trying out this carry and it tied in really well with our theme of, um, with, with the sound of um, all for us, the, from euphoria, like a sense of, Oh, you're in hell and you're, you're being condemned to a lifetime of suffering. And everyone, everyone's kind of pointing at you like, Oh, you did this. You are guilty, guilty or innocent. Um, my love is infinite. I'm giving it like, it's a very, it's a very um, wor- world-ending feeling kind of song. And we thought the carry went really well with that. Yeah. And then from that chaotic kind of moment, you transition into this sort of really quiet moment with Haze. And I-, I thought that was a really nice choice to sort of bring it to something a little bit softer, a little bit quieter. Um, can you talk about how Haze came into your collective sort of understanding or, or awareness how did you guys come to to know of the song I, I remember when we were making the story it was um it was this we i made a storyline and then someone else made a storyline and then we liked that storyline better so who was that was that that or daniel this is daniel talking about this yeah go go for it <laughs> um so one part for me is i didn't know the songs all the songs that we did i only knew no peace and i warned myself 
um, so hearing them when that was talking about writing them and how they changed the story that we originally had, it also happened like that. But what we wanted was at the beginning with, I warned myself something very chaotic, something about yourself. And then second is what the world sees of you or what you could feel the world pushing down on you, which is why at the end of, I warned myself he's dragged down and then carried away. And then now to this whole, it's what David said before, where it's like the calm during the storm. It's just that one moment of reflexivity, I guess, on that one person. And so even though I never heard the song, that's what it felt like. And that was able to put that more into music than I could have thought. Awesome. From there, you guys, I mean, you guys, I, I'm impressed with the number of songs you're able to fit into your set, <laughs> uh, and which you mentioned before. But I, um, from there, you transition again, uh, where... You know, you have the the next soloist is speaking to the original female protagonist, um, and sort of transitioning into uh, Dear Society, which is sounds to me kind of like a, maybe a little bit of a, a warning slash preaching about like how society makes you feel or, or tells you what to think and say. And so, I wonder if you can if you can just shed a little light on on that part. Yeah. So, Dear Society. Like you said, it's kind of Liv is the main character. She's the one who does the no piece all at the end, but she is sort of acting as that character. And then we have Sarah, who does the Dear Society solo, who's sort of narrating her thoughts and her experience. So it's almost like, you know, we want, there's been a lot of focus on Mario. I warned myself all for us. We were like, okay, now it's time for the other characters. There's two characters in that story. And I think it's kind of almost like redirecting the blame, but like, citing all the things about society, you know, that make it very difficult for people to function in these love relationships. So, um, but not exactly. It's sort of like her experience and also like all these other things about society. And then um, I think that sets up uh, Liv's character for having a story also um, before they come together, no peace and sort of seeing this big emotional sort of ending power ballad thing together. Yeah. So so you mentioned no peace, which I think is just really beautifully done as evidenced by the Outstanding Soloist Award that, um, for that song. Uh, and I wonder, you know, do you feel your characters got the resolution that they needed? In terms of like their resolution, it was kind of our, um, it was kind of the idea to like, you know, you kind of think of like, oh, the classic love story of like, yeah, they have this conflict and they break up and they go through um, their struggles, but in the end they, you know, get together and they find love. But in our story, that ending was that they didn't and you know at the end in our choreography you see like mario and Liv like they're walking towards each other at the very end but then they cross and they never actually meet and so that was like the whole idea with the ending is like it's kind of like like ending on a dissonant chord you know you know what i mean like uh -huh. there's no resolution um it just kind of leaves you hanging like oh you know it just kind of like leaves you with a feeling of um i don't know incompleteness but also like finality if that makes sense yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when you all had a chance to finally perform it on the stage in its entirety, in its sort of realness, uh, how did that feel? It felt incredible to be able to like see like all the work that we had done really like come together for a final, you know, big moment for us. And sadly, it was kind of you know the final moment because everything got canceled. But um, <laughs> but like with this being our first time ever competing in ICCA, it was kind of a big monumental moment for all of us to be able to go on that stage and show what we had been working on for so long and, you know, kind of prove ourselves as a group. 
because we hadn't really had that opportunity in the past. Yeah. Do you, oh, um, someone else. Yeah, please. Yeah, uh, I just wanted to say that uh, going on stage and finally doing this entire set, I've been in this group the longest out of any of these members. And when we got to do it uh, as intensely uh, as we did and how it all came together, that was the hardest I've ever worked with this group on almost anything. And it was so nice and so fun to see everything just come together finally. Uh, it was a very good like sending off, in my opinion, because this was my last semester, right? So it was uh, really beautiful just to see the group come together. We didn't go in with the expectation of winning or anything like that. So that that's where we kind of really, I think, that's why it was so perfect in my eyes was just because even if you screw up, even if you do something wrong, it was... Um, a lot of work, a lot of dedication that I had never experienced with the group before. And I think that when we did it on stage that, you know, that one run, it was really, a, it was a lot of fun. It was the most fun on stage with the group because I could trust everybody to do exactly what they were supposed to. That's awesome. Do you think given the sort of, I feel like you were really shortchanged in your, in your journey and your opportunity to, to perform it again and to make adjustments and changes as you, maybe you saw fit. Um, I wonder, will you attempt to do something with it for posterity? Is that, is that on the, like maybe in the plans? So we actually did end up, our, our plans was to, uh, one of our plans was to do um, like a professional music video of like of our set. And we actually ended up, you know, not professionally, but we did, um, you know, get all dressed up in our outfits again. It was our very last rehearsal for the semester before everyone went home and we recorded it a few times. And, um, and then at the same time we recorded, like we all had our phones as like microphones. And so we recorded our parts and then Thad is working on like mixing that together. And um, so making kind of like, you know, not super like, you know, professionally done, but it is like, you know, our music video are um, kind of owed to our set, which is super, super awesome. And that was really fun to just have one last time. Um, I just wanted to say, uh, I remember the days leading up to San Diego State officially requiring everybody to go home. I remember it was a Friday. And I remember it was a Friday because I had a meeting for my Filipino club. And uh, Thad <laughs> went ahead and uh, texted me. He said, Mario, if we wanted to record this for what if we wanted to record this one last time because everybody is leaving and we want to put our set to rest, we have to do it today because Nick is leaving on Sunday. And we just we low-key just found this out that Nick was leaving on Sunday and this was going to be our last rehearsal together as a group while everyone was still in San Diego. So what we what we had to do was very, very last minute. We needed to find a venue in order to record it. We had to have everybody dress up to have like a dress rehearsal kind of thing, except it wasn't because we had to record it because what else are we going to do with our set? That was the last time we had, we really had any use for it, at least for the next few months. So it was very last minute and I'm sure ev literally everybody has had that e same experience um, we have to we have to put our th everything in order because everyone's leaving, and every we just we just had our own emergency measures just like everybody else. Wow, well, I I'm so grateful that you guys 
first off, had some time to spend with me and to share this awesome story with all of our listeners. And we need to take a short break. But before uh, before we do, I wanted to say thank you. And after we come back from the break, we'll be sharing with you in its entirety Soundwave's entire 2020 ICCA set. So thank you again to Soundwave. And here we go for a break. Do I know who? I don't. I still don't understand. Tell me. What do you want?
Acaville Radio. Remember, Acaville Radio is your home for the best in acapella news, music, and video. Only at acaville.org.